is the Bronte and Lakey podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. What you can hear there is a mixture between swift fever yeah. and a failed big pharma pharmaceuticals over the past five days. You've been taking expired pharmaceuticals, therefore you're just getting sicker and sicker. You only realised you've taken expired pharmaceuticals yesterday. Correct, Your Honour. And uh, it's really... But also I think mainly it is Swifty Fever, mm. which obviously I've been afflicted with since 2007. And uh, put to the test today... One second of a Taylor Swift song played and I had to guess if I knew what it was. You did do very good. We then brought in a woman with a doctorate yeah. in Taylor Swiftness and you beat her as Yes, well. I did at her own game. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Lakey's Ladies, which is nowhere near as sexual or misogynistic as it sounds. No. I get the advice of the three women that I work with from different walks of life, different shades of personality and um, I then decide whether or not I should bring up a minor gripe with my girlfriend or yeah. not. Did you decide, did we get a result at the end of this one? Yeah, Jules said that I had to accept it, which <laughs> I don't know if I accept. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fair and you'll find out why. Um, also, unusual allergies. What are you uh, unusually allergic to? <laughs> well, you're allergic to this whole studio, apparently. The very thought of a podcast is making you swell up <laughs> like oh a mood. I would like to get your ladies' thoughts. Let's work with you. You're a lady. Correct. Claire, she's a lady. Miss Jules, she's a lady. We're ladies. Three ladies I'm working with. Always good to bounce off ideas before I go to the number one lady in my life and bring up a slight relationship gripe. I'm last so week. glad we can help. Well, it was so successful last week with the berries. Yes. And you all sided with me saying, no, you're not being unreasonable as a male. Yeah. She shouldn't be washing your berries if you don't want your berries washed. Okay, but we, we weren't that hard. Uh, on you her, were? but you, you all came down on her like a ton of bricks. I almost had to shelter her in the end. I said, "Hey guys, easy there. It was, it was not too bad, all right." Um, and she actually heard the break, by Did the way. She? So yeah, oh. she uh, she found it funny too, and then replayed it in the podcast in front of me. <laughs> and like, yes, they raise good points, don't they? Those ladies. What's so, so smart? Anyway, uh, so she don't wash my berries anymore, which is good. Good. Now uh, another slight relationship gripe, and I'm not sure if I'm just being an impatient male, or okay. maybe this is is kind of unladylike behaviour. So um, when I pay for something at, at any retail store, it could be Woolworths, could be BWS, could be, I won't keep listing. Sure. I think you understand. Uh, I will be paying with my card and then she swoops in and gets her rewards points <laughs> or, or whatever she, she needs to do. So she's got all of them. She's got the Priceline Pharmacy uh-huh, card. She's okay. got everything. She's one of those people that just is always racking up points. Even if it's like $3. Yes. She'll like get it out of her bag. Like, yes. Well, I mean, it yes, adds up. It adds, it adds up. up. Okay. And that's fine. Yes. I, I actually don't mind her lynching off my payments sure. to get her rewards. Some, a lesser man may get annoyed at that, but I don't care. She can get the points for my spending. Okay. That's fine. What annoys me is I get to the payment process where the cashier checkout person has already put it into the transaction, the uh, the, uh, card machine. Yes. All I need to do is tap. Yep. And then she remembers, oh, hang on a second. I've got my rewards points. Sure. I've got to go through my wallet. And then it's just me awkwardly standing there, the cashier lady looking at me going, oh, no. And she has to backspace out or whatever she's doing. She has to cancel the transaction. cancel it out. We've got to rescan just so my lady can get her rewards points at Priceline Pharmacy. Took us about eight minutes the other day to buy my ultra whitening toothpaste. This is a, okay, you either sit on one side of the fence with the rewards points, you're either like Cat and you have all of them, 
which is weird because that is my partner, Dylan, mm. and I'm the you in our relationship. I don't have any. I just want to do the transaction. And he does the same thing. And it's really annoying. It's one thing to do the rewards points. It's another to halt the transaction. Halt everyone yes. around. There's yeah. people lining up behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's jilted cashiers. Yeah. There's a me who then has to lower my stress and cortisol levels for the rest of the day to provide a nice day for my lady. Um, I think if you don't have your rewards points ready to go, yep. almost out before my card gets out. Yes. Then sorry, no bueno. You'll have to get your rewards points next time I buy my ultra whitening toothpaste from Priceline Pharmacy. Yeah. Well, I, I can hear an so. echo there. That no. means producer Cla- oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I really like cash. Yeah. I am a rewards fanatic, right? Mm-hmm. I, I saved $310 with Woolworths last year just by scanning my card. Okay. And I will religiously, it doesn't matter if it is literally $2, mm. I will scan it because that's two points. That mm. I understand, but it shouldn't. I'm sure you got to be prepared. ready to go. Yeah, you got to be ready. You know what shop you're going into. If you've got the rewards points with that shop, you should be ready to go before the transaction. Never ready. Oh. Never ready. It's always the last thing when they're like, "Do you have a rewards card?" And I'm like, oh. "Oh, yeah, hang on." Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, assistant producer Jewel, she's only really been on the ground for about a week <laughs> or so. All of a sudden, she is thrust into a very important final jury decision. You Am I in the wrong? And rightly so to tell my girlfriend, "Hey, you can't be doing that." Or do I need to simmer down as the male in the relationship and accept that this is just part of her lovable quirks? Lakey, I think at the end of the day, if you're a little bit more patient and you allow her to do her things, put your patient pants on, she might be taking you, like with her Qantas points, or accommodation paid. That's what I was thinking. Maybe if... Could the compromise be whatever she gets on the rewards point she uses on you? Yeah. Okay, better, be. better be. <laughs> Bronte and Lakey. Your favourite artist, Taylor Swift. I'm familiar. Ooh, Taylor Swift. Yep, she's my favourite. I've been a fan since 2007. I saw her at the Tivoli in Brisbane on her Taylor Swift debut tour. And I have been a fan ever since. You saw someone online? Yes. So this is... Flexing their Taylor Swift knowledge. This is a man uh, by the name of Bilal. He is a 20-year-old boy from Pakistan and broke the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I did, did realise it was a small boy from Pakistan doing this. 20, 20 is not small. They're small over in Pakistan. Oh, okay. That's still miniature. Well, Bilal, the 20-year-old Pakistani, broke the previous world record of identifying Taylor Swift's songs by their opening lyric in a minute. So previously, it was held by British radio host Dan Simpson. In 2019, he identified 27 songs. Bilal has now upped that to 34 Taylor Swift (laughs) songs in one minute by their lyric. Can we get him on? Mm, We can try. Bilal. Bilal. Look, I've tried this before. In 2019, I tried this. I can't do it based on the lyric. I'm bad at it. Okay. But I... I think I can do it based on the first second of a Taylor Swift song. Okay, so if I press play on the very first second of a Tay-Tay song, you should be able to get it. Even though they're very slow building harmonies a lot of the time. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Mm, okay. Well, I've got five here. I don't know exactly, but I'm just gauging off what I've heard on the radio. Okay. And then the longer we go along, the more I assume it's in the back catalogue. Okay? Sure. So there's okay. five levels to this. If you can guess the song before the lyric starts, you... Uh, you Get street cred. Thank you. Sweet I'll cred. score. I'll score each one out of twenty, and we'll. I'll oh, then come okay. up with a percentage at the end, like some sort of professor. <laughs> um, here we go. First one. Oh, 
style. You got that jeans Pretty good. Thank you. Speedy. Yeah. Next one. Ready for it. Wow. Very good. Are you ready for it? I am. I am ready for it. Okay. Maybe I'll get some harder songs, actually. Next one. Welcome to New York. Oh! Wow! I saw producer Claire jump out of the corner of my eye. What, does producer Claire know these two? No, I think I scared her. Oh. <laughs> she scared me. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, that's three out of three. Well, yeah, these, two, these two songs I've never heard of okay. before, so I think this separates you from, you know, pretty good Swifty sure. to greatness Swifty. Okay. Um, 15. Oh, 15. It's from Fearless. About her friend Abigail. Wow. Mm. Okay. Yep. All well, right. Final one. I've never heard this song before. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Oh. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> you are a good <laughs> Well, well done. Thank you so much. Out of, out of your weird scoring system? That's a, probably a 96. Oh, oh, where did I lose points? Well, just, you, there were a few just little minutes, milliseconds. 96 yeah. is pretty bloody good. <laughs> it is good. You're better at Taylor Swift songs than I am at Guess Who characters, that's for sure. Bronte and Lakey. Swift Mania has taken over around here. Bronte, you're heading down to the concert. Yeah, baby. The in Melbourne. We have someone... Who has a PhD, basically, in Taylor Swift. Her name is Kate Patterson. Uh, Welcome to the show, Kate. If anyone knows Swift, it's you. It's been a big week for me, let's let's just say. I love this. What is the biggest thing you've kind of found from your research into the Swifties? Um, I mean, I think compared to other fandoms, they're just really creative and very highly productive online. Like, Mm. they just engage in ways that I think we don't see with a whole heap of other fandoms. Um, And I think particularly in the lead-up to the Eras Tour, we've obviously seen you know, the DIY costumes and the chance for the show. And there's just so many different aspects of Taylor Swift to get around, mm. you know, in the lead up. And so, uh, yeah, I think she's got one of the most engaged fan bases out there, which is pretty interesting to study. What's the psychology behind people who are just obsessed yeah. with a pop star or a famous person, right? Because you're obviously never going to meet them face to face. Some people don't understand the allure of celeb. Others, it can basically dominate their whole mm. life. What's the scientific or scholarly theory behind people being obsessed with celebrity? Yeah, I mean, I think being a a big fan of an artist like Taylor Swift really facilitates a sense of community and connection for a lot of people. So obviously, you know, you're all uh, you know, you've got this hero in Taylor Swift and that's the person you're kind of like hoping to meet or hoping to connect with or, you know, connecting with her songs. But when a lot of people have a shared love for the same thing, in this case, Taylor Swift, it also facilitates like a lot of friendships and kind of um, other relationships amongst the fans. And particularly with the Swifties, like, you know, it is quite a welcoming and, and safe space for a lot of people. Um, you know, a lot of people going to concerts by themselves and all of the rest. So um, I think that aspect of it is sometimes undervalued when people think, oh, they're just there to, to try and get Taylor Swift to notice them. Um, but for a lot of people, yeah, it's, it's finding that really nice group of, of like-minded people. Good one, Doctor. Uh, you've got a PhD in Taylor Swift. I've actually got a bachelor in Travis Kelsey. What do you <laughs> think her reaction was when oh. he was saying, <laughs> do you think she was like, oh, that's my lovable rogue country bumpkin <laughs> boyfriend? Or she was going, oh, my God, PR damage control. 
And look, I think from her face, she got a little bit of the ick, yeah. which is okay. There's got to be something. You know, up until this point, I feel like he's had a pretty good track run. He seems like a pretty good guy. He's a so good egg. I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, I'm sure a lot of a lot of girlfriends around the country can relate to having that kind of reaction so to somebody. True. But yeah, look, it, it was pretty funny. And we just have one more thing, Kate. So earlier on the show, I did a uh, game where I was able to identify five from five Taylor Swift set songs by their opening one second, would you be interested in also taking part? Oh, my God. I feel like this is a level of stress you, I wasn't prepared it's for okay. this morning. It's all right. <laughs> you got it. Maybe Bronte can play along. Maybe you can lock horns again because I've got brand new songs. Oh, so okay. you don't know any of these. I'm just going with ones I've never heard before. So any of you know this one? Maroon. Oh. oh wow, you're quick. Wow. Someone's been studying the books <laughs> and not the streets. I know, I know. You've been doing your homework. I have, Kate, since 20, wow. 2006. All right, what about this one? You had people who called you on uh, a uh, hit different? No, no, no. no, no oh, my God. Is this a... Um, this is, this, is, this is Taylor. This is, is Tay Tay. It's Dear Reader. No, it's not Dear Reader. No, it's oh not God. Dear Reader. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, my God. God. My oh, brain ladies. Oh, ladies. You've got to tell us. Does the words suburban legends oh, mean anything yeah. to you? Oh, that's a vault track. You've gone it is. deep. <laughs> is it? All right. <laughs> Purely plucked from the ether. Certainly wasn't strategic on my part, trust me. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, we'll do one final one. Okay. Oh, this is my favourite. Oh, Lavender Haze. Oh, of course. Lavender Haze. Every day, my old Lavender Haze. Well done. Well done. Thank your your kitty brain is on this morning. It's I'm ready to go. Well, you guys, uh, you can exchange friendship bracelets and do what you guys do <laughs> later on this Please, weekend. Please, yes. Uh, Kate Patterson, fantastic. Good to see you're passionate about Tay-Tay. And uh, thanks for taking the time to chat with us this morning. We've got Swift Fever thanks today. Thanks so much. Grunty and Lakey. you got a tinge of the sniffles about oh, you? Oh, I've... Been trying to hide it as well as I can for the last mm. couple of days. Came down with something. I'm going to say I got it at the Actor Awards as we were on the red mm. carpet, shoulder to shoulder with Queensland's journalists. Um, you were obviously Are a you foot talking taller. about the grubby ones to the left from print media? Yeah, they <laughs> coughed all over you. Tend you, to agree. You being so tall, I imagine you were out of the cloud of what could only be some kind of illness mm. being passed around. So, yeah, I've been a bit sick the last couple of days. Um, and as I've mentioned, living back at home for the next couple of months, mum and dad's house. And as many Queensland homes do, they've got the medicine cupboard. They've got the big, the big box full of all the stuff that you could use to try and get through whatever sickness this is. This is one of the small advantages of moving back home. Usually the medicine cabinet is much bigger at mum and dad's than when you first move out. Stocked to the brim. And so uh, the first couple of days of being sick, I went up there and I can't have paracetamol, which is very annoying. I have a paracetamol allergy. So I can't have things like Lemsip. I can't have Codril, all the good cold and flu stuff I can't have. But there was... Ibuprofen, which was good because I had a bit of a fever and there was some um, Zyrtex stuff for the sniffles. And so the last couple of days I've been having these this medicine and I just felt myself not getting any better and, if anything, getting worse and feeling worse. And it was frustrating because I felt like I was full to the brim mm. of pills. Yeah, I was thinking you were going to ID there for a second. I saw you sweating. I got worried. That's the fever. I had to escort you out of the radio studio, (laughs) call you a cab. 
And I wish because then I go to hospital and get some good stuff. But no, no, no. Still just self-medicating with the, the regular amounts. And then last night, fine, like I had a pounding headache. Um, definitely had some kind of fever. And I was like, I need some ibuprofen. Went and looked. And I decided to look at the expiration date of this medicine. To which I found the most up-to-date one was the Zyrtec pills that I was having from 2019. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The old Zyrtec. like Zyrtec. Oh. Not doing anything for me. How was your dad out mowing the lawn <laughs> without protecting himself, without up-to-date Zyrtec? That's so sweet you think my dad is mowing the lawn. Oh, sorry. It's Jim to do that, does he? <laughs> yeah, so that was 2019, the ibuprofen. 2017. Oh. Check the so, medicine cabinet. I don't know. It's such a parent thing, though, isn't it, to have well-expired goods? Yeah, and what, the Langbrooks haven't been sick <laughs> since before COVID? <laughs> I Wow. All right. Yeah. Good lesson in that one. Bronte and Lakey. Your letter for Monday the 19th of February will be F for Foxtrot. Good luck. Bronte and Lakey. Because we're talking allergies right mm. now. Mm. Um, innocently revealing before, I have a allergy... That came on really late in life for me to paracetamol, so Panadol, as it's yeah. more commonly known. We went hard on the P. <laughs> Panadol, the paracetamol. It makes me sick even to say. Um, yeah, so when I was 24, had had Panadol all my life. One day, tried to have it for cramps or something. Ended up in hospital with anaphylaxis. Wow. And it's happened four or five times since then. What an annoying allergy. It is so frustrating, especially in moments like this, being sick, because all the good mm. cold and flu stuff has paracetamol in it. Can't have it. Um, and so we want to know on 131060, do you have an unusual allergy? Good one. Also, remember when we were hand-delivering long-stem roses around the office the other day? We tried to deliver one to uh, a lady over in finance who said, I can't have that. I'm allergic to roses. No, she started running away. <laughs> she, she was allergic to me. Took it personally. Or else it was a flower allergy. Yeah, allergic yeah, to roses. But on just roses. Yeah, just the roses. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you read, there's a whole heap of celebs. Didn't Ariana Grande come out and say she was allergic to tomatoes? She did in 2019. She said this was developed late in her life as well. Um, she had to reschedule some of her shows at the time and she didn't know what the random Ill- illness was. Turns out she now has a tomato allergy. And she said, as an Italian woman, that's very inconvenient. I hate that for her. Our friend, I'll call her our friend, Margot mm. Robbie. Oh, yeah. Um, she has an allergy to chicken egg whites, which apparently was very annoying for when she was on Harley Quinn Birds of Prey because Harley Quinn eats a lot of egg sandwiches. And uh, kept finding herself with migraines after those scenes. Turns out, egg whites from chickens. Oh. <laughs> we ride on the white ball for another day. We deep dive into why Harley Quinn needs to be eating egg sandwiches. Don't want to get bogged down right now, but that is very peculiar information to know on a Friday. Um, we want to know weird allergies. Beyonce's mm. allergic to certain fragrances. Um, Lady Gaga, apparently she has um, different wigs because she's allergic to certain hair dyes. So what's a weird allergy that you've got? I'm allergic to something in hair gel. 
Oh, when there I was you go. in grade seven, I got my tips frosted. Of course you did. And then I wanted to spike the fringe. So the hairdresser did that and got all this hair gel on my forehead. Oh, and no. then I had to take four days off school. Oh, no. My forehead swole, swelled up, swelled up. Yeah. Like, like Beavis and Butthead. You know, um, those, me- if you, like an old lady works in an office and she's got to rest her wrist on those pads. Yes. That was my forehead oh, for like four you- days. <laughs> Did you just go to the doctor's office and act as that pad for that's an a, older woman? It's a lie to H&R Block for four days for a woman with carpal tunnel. Glad I provided some relief. So no hair gel since then? No hair gel since then. Well, no. And we don't know the exact ingredient, so yeah, it's all a bit of a gamble. Actually, that'd be good. Write that on the whiteboard too. I experiment with my allergies next week. Go into anaphylaxis after <laughs> spiking me fringe. All right, well, we've got a full board here. here 131060. We we'll get to the calls next. Grunty and Lakey. 131060. Unusual allergies, I think, is the key. A lot of people just wanting to share. Oh, I can't have nuts. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. All right, no worries. Uh, we'll get it. We might call you back. Thank you. Sarah on 131060. Unusual allergy. Um, I am allergic to blue food colouring. Oh, that's very specific. But how do you rehydrate with a Powerade Mountain Blast after your tennis match? I don't. I actually have purple. What happened? So why blue? Um, I don't know. I think it's just a preservative in it because I can seem to have every other colouring. Mm. It doesn't seem to faze me, but blue slush puppies, definitely off the table. Oh, that sucks. Leave the puppies outside. Yeah. So how did you find out the first time? You're slurping away, you're slushing on your pup, Obviously. and then what happened? Well, yeah, I had a blue slush puppy at a servo one day and I had to call mum to come pick me up. Oh. And we ended up, yeah, I ended up getting like highs and itchy and funny throat and ended up at the hospital. Oh, nothing <laughs> funny about that then. No, there's nothing funny about it. Well, I'm glad you got the hive because if you just said, oh, I got very sick after yeah. a servo slush puppy, I'd be like, oh, you're not allergic. Oh, like, that's, that's normal. That's what happens. <laughs> that's the natural effect. Uh, good on you, Sarah. We've got Airly. That's a pretty name. Yeah. Hi, Ellie. What are oh, you allergic God. to unusually? Uh, Nexium, antacids. Oh. oh, that's very annoying. What happens? Mm, uh, my liver actually shuts down. Oh, that's very <laughs> annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the first time uh, it was like a six-week ordeal and <gasps> just happened again over Christmas and it was a nearly three-month ordeal. Oh, my God. So antacids are what you take when you have like indigestion and stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, my yep. gosh. So you didn't realise the first time the Nexium antacid was the problem. You did a second time. Uh, well, well, the second time it was a mixer through paracid, uh, not mm. paracid, more penicillin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had penicillin my whole life. So, so yeah. And but, sometimes um, they make you take it again to be like, yeah. maybe it wasn't that the first time. That's, that's what they did with paracetamol. Oh. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, yeah, major response from my body. But, um, hey, Lakey. Happy New Year. Get her off. Get her off. And somebody somebody find that lady and put Gaviscon in her Pepsi. <laughs> Andrew on thirteen ten sixty. Um, that's not going to be a thing moving forward. I think it should be. I think that's really nice. Don't forward. be allergic to fun. Andrew on thirteen ten sixty. Yes. Unusual allergies? Uh, sunflower seeds. Oh. oh, delicious. But not for you, yeah. Andrew. What happens? <laughs> Uh, anaphylaxis. Oh, no. Anna, who? Yes. So I uh, I, uh, was trying to impress a a girl on a date when I was in grade 10. We went to Sizzler. Nice. And God be known, I didn't even know what sunflower seeds were. I thought I'd put them on my pasta and ended up in hospital. 
Did she like wait at your bedside though? Maybe it could have spurred the beginning of a love story. No, I didn't see her again, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) This this man is physically weak. He will not be able to protect me in times of need. What I can't eat can't eat some I love that like this is just the mindset of a grade ten boy, isn't it? I know what'll impress this lady. Right. She's like, yep, oh, yep. That, it's like what what's that crusty parmesan? Yes, yeah, sunflower seeds on my spaghetti. Oops, I'm in hospital. Ooh. In, yeah. Poor Andrew. All right, yes, poor anyway. Andrew indeed. Good stuff, Andrew. $150 for uh for Andrew? Like, no, Ellie. Even oh. though she wished you a happy new year, that was great. All right. $150 of LSKD voucher coming your way, Ellie. That was the Bronte and Lakey podcast. Bronte and Lakey.